on, everybody? Welcome to Film Code. My name is Phoenix Fildon, and of course, I'm joined by our great co-hosts. First, starting up with Zach. How are you, sir, this morning? Doing good, man. Uh, was a little, you know, I wanted to uh, talk on the Batman episode hmm? last week, so I'm glad to be here. So I'm excited to talk about Turning Red and kind of get into it. All right. And we're, of course, also joined by Brandon, sir. How are you this morning? Man, I am good, Phoenix. It is good to be back. It's going to be talking about another movie. Um, it's going to be talking about, good to be talking another Disney release. Sorry, I got some of my words there. Mm-hmm. Um, like Zach said, we did miss out on him being on the Batman episode last week. But hey, we uh, we worked with what we got. We went for about an hour and a half. So we had, we um, I, I think as as far as time is recording, it should be releasing today. So mm-hmm. be on the lookout for that episode um, and, as well. Uh, and Zach, since you weren't there, well, why don't you give us a real quick uh, overview of your thoughts on the Batman? Yeah, sure. So I thought Robert Pattinson played a great Batman. Uh, his Bruce Wayne, in my opinion, I understand um, now that he was in year two, but I oh. I just saw there were a couple things that he could have done better as far as appearance-wise for Bruce Wayne. Um, you know, I guess that doesn't really fall on him, though. That would be <laughs> hair and um, uh, costume design and stuff like that. So that's not 100% his fault, um, but that was my one nitpick at it. Also, um, I did not like when he ran up to the top of the building and got to the very absolute top of it and then screamed. That was in my opinion, <laughs> a little weak. So I don't know. Uh, it was a great movie. Don't get me wrong. I really loved it. Um, it I was still a four star movie for me. The score was amazing. That that movie overall was really great. Batman. I mean, you hardly see Bruce Wayne in it, so, and I think that's maybe why. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I really loved him playing Batman. I thought he did a great job. Um, definitely one of the best Batmans I've seen. Still not my personal favorite, but I wouldn't say he's second. So um, Christian Bale is forever, I think, the best Batman, personally. Phoenix, I know you disagree with that, <laughs> uh, but I thought that Robert Pattinson absolutely killed it. I thought it was a great movie, and it's probably one of the most recent, for me, best movies CC has released. So, um, yeah, no, it was really great. I really enjoyed it a lot. And what was your final rating? Uh, four stars. Nice. All right. All right. So four stars for Zach, four and a half for Brandon, five for me. Uh, we all really loved it. So uh, if you haven't had a chance, go check out the Batman. Uh, worth your time. <laughs> all right. But today we are here to talk about the latest release from uh, Pixar, Disney Pixar, I guess. Uh, Turning Red, directed by Domi Shi. She's the director behind the Oscar award winning animated short Bao. Uh, so this is her first uh, full-length feature film. Uh, this is an interesting story about a young girl named Mei-Ling Lee. She's uh, 13 years old and experiencing the awkwardness of being a teenager with a bit of a twist. Whenever she gets too excited, she happens to transform into a giant red panda. <laughs> so this movie was originally scheduled for a theatrical release. Uh, about a month ago, they switched it to a Disney Plus only release. Um, so it dropped uh, this past Friday on Disney Plus. Um, I, I actually got some qualms about that. Um, oh yeah, we'll, we'll get I, into that, definitely. Yeah. But uh, 
So just real quick, everybody got a chance to see it. Uh, Brandon, go ahead and kick us off with your non-spoiler thoughts on Turning Red. Yeah, I mean, it, it's Pixar, so you have your moments with it. Um, like, with this movie, I, I wasn't overly satisfied, but I also uh, wasn't underwhelmed at the same time. And like, I know a lot of people are saying that. It, it was all right. It, it was all right for what they did. Um, I really liked the animation styles that they went with. Um, I also really loved Bao, so I was really looking forward to this. So, uh, yeah, just, those are just some non-spoiler thoughts. All right, Zach, what did you think? Um, so going into this, actually, I wasn't that excited for it. Um, I personally am not a huge uh, Disney person. I've said that for a while. Mm -hmm. um, I'm just not. Um, I was not excited for this. I thought it looked weird. Um, so going into it, I wasn't that excited for it. Um, my thoughts did change as I watched the movie uh, drastically, I will say. I didn't end up thinking it was probably one of my favorite Pixar movies I've watched as of recent mm. that they've released. So, um, and I'll, I'll kind of get into that a little bit, but yeah. Yeah. I, I'm with Zach there. It's like, it's not, it's literally, it's not, it's not even close to top 10 um, for <laughs> me. Like it was good, but there were just so many other Pixar films. Way no, better. no, no. You missed what I said. I said, I was expecting it to be, Horrible because it looked. Oh, awesome. I know you were. I know you were. But but no, I said I'm saying it ended up being one of my favorites personally. Mm. Mm. I thought, yeah, and I'll I'll explain why. <laughs> well, okay, no, uh, I was incredibly excited to to see this movie uh, beforehand. I thought it looked amazing. It looked charming. It's Pixar. I mean, I think. Pixar, Marvel, and maybe A24 have this uh, unique ability where it's just like, if you put their name on it, I'm going. <laughs> like, no matter what. It's like, they've, they've earned that reputation. So, like, to me, this looked amazing. I was, like, super into it. I was, I, I would have gone to the theater to see this. So, I'm really pissed off that they released it. That they released this on on Disney Plus. Me too. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's not something I was really happy with. That um so, yeah, but I really was looking forward to turning red and and I'm kind of with Brandon on this one. I thought it was good. I thought it was really good. It's not top tier Pixar. It's unfortunately it's like just outside of being really really great for me um but i mean that's that's pixar's fault <laughs> like they they make too many great movies so like um you know even their their okay films you know what i'm saying it's like it's almost like throwaway because they make so many great films but they put so much great work into this and it and it shows like it definitely shows so it's not it's not bottom tier i wouldn't call it that it's not the worst thing pixar has ever done far from it um it's a good time it's a good time and i definitely think like if i watched this with my daughters i would definitely be a lot higher on it just because i think it has some things in there for them that you know would really resonate um and i'll get into that a little bit further as well as we move on but um i thought it was solid it was a solid movie that i really enjoyed but obviously not the best of the best mm -hmm. And before we dive into spoilers, I have the kind of thing to say about this. Like, I, Disney is, I, 
I hate to say it, but Disney is screwing over Pixar here, man. Yeah. <clears throat> this is their what second or third release that they instead of releasing the theaters, put it straight into Disney Plus. Yeah, because yeah. they did it with Luca. And what Soul. else do they do? They, yeah, they did it with Soul, then Luca, then then turning right. They are they are continuing to screw over Pixar, and I hate it because Pixar Pixar films deserve to be put into theaters. I think Pixar has earned that that distinction that like you know you're gonna get box office mm-hmm. with, with Pixar. Well, like, exactly. I, I think that's that's safe to say. Exactly. What's getting me is because they're still releasing their Disney Animation Studios films into theaters, like let's just say Encanto. Encanto what released what in November? Mm-hmm. And what we're in March now. And like you want to release Encanto in theaters but not give Pixar the chance to make any box office money? Are you kidding me? Yeah. I mean, it's a weird strategy. And, uh, and I, get, I get it to a degree, right? You, you know Pixar is big name. Mm-hmm. You drop it on Disney Plus. Any new Pixar, it's going to draw subscribers. But at the same time, and I don't know why any subscription service hasn't figured this out, but you draw more subscribers when something releases to theaters first and then comes to your to your subscription mm-hmm. service because it builds anticipation so it was a bad strategy i really hope this stops <laughs> like whatever pixar does next i really hope that it mm-hmm. gets a full theatrical release because ever since uh frozen 2 i've been really like obsessed with uh watching documentaries on how animation is made and I know how much it takes to make an animated movie. Mm-hmm. You put in that kind of work and it takes years. You know what I'm saying? You put in that kind of work for years to get a subscription only service release. That can be really, really painful for, you know what I'm saying? For those people who work extremely hard on it. Exactly. It's a slap in the face. Yeah. So it's a bad strategy. It's the third time. Hopefully they realize, you know, three strikes and we're out. Mm-hmm. Let's not let's not do this again. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's that's all I had to say about it. Um, I guess we're gonna go ahead and break the seal. Unless Zach, did you have any other thoughts? Uh, no. But I'm glad that I'm. Uh, I get to argue with you guys here a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's do it. Let's go ahead and break the seal. We are officially talking spoilers for Turning Red. If you have not seen it. Uh, go ahead and pause this episode and then go check out Turn on Red and come back and listen to what we have to say. All right, Zach, why don't you kick us off with your spoiler now thoughts on uh, Turning Red? Yeah, so uh, my goodness, what a movie. <laughs> I, I really love this movie personally. Um, just for some clarification here, recently I've watched Luca. I've watched... Um, I watch, well, Rye has been a little bit, and then I watched, what was the other Oscar-nominated film that... Encanto? Encanto. I watched Encanto. Um, this, hands down, for me, out of, out of those, I, I, I would watch this any day over those. <laughs> I would watch this any day over those. Um, personally, I really love Turning Red. Um, it was, to me, great. It was very nostalgic for me. It brought back a lot of memories for me going into when I was young and having a Tamagotchi 
Um, you know, some of the some of the things they're wearing and I'm seeing, I'm like, wow, yeah, I remember that. Uh, so like, I I really personally loved it. Um, May Lin throughout this entire thing is hysterical. <laughs> he, he kills me at every corner. I I was dying laughing throughout that whole movie. Wow. Them talking about gyrating, I thought that was hilarious. Um. <laughs> I, I I thought that was hysterical. I, I mean, just the the uh, rebellious teenager mm-hmm. in me uh, from that that from when I was in middle school. I I really really love that movie. I thought it was hilarious. Although she's a girl, um, I just I still thought it was great. Um, it was it was killing me with, and then they raised money as a red panda, the panda <laughs> moves and stuff. I thought that was hilarious. Um, I loved everything about this movie. It's very touching about the mother um, and like how she was, you know, all her life, like kind of told to be this perfect child and now she's passed that down. And then, you know, you get to see a different dynamic with them and how she kind of breaks free from that. Um, I thought that was really, really good. Um, yeah, I there. I love this movie. I was I was expecting to hate this movie, so um, yeah, I I really have no complaints. One of my favorite characters is um, it was it? it was I'm trying to see her name here. A- Abby, the Abby. little the little one with the headband. And, <laughs> I I completely she's agree. So aggressive she was hilarious. She said, I loved it. I'm laughing. <laughs> Every time she spoke, it was great. I completely agree with that. <laughs> she, she was my favorite character. Um, yeah, so I I really uh, loved everything about it. So it was it was by far for me. And as of recent years, um, I would say I would go as far as say this is out of the recent year Pixar's. This is one of my favorites. So yeah. Wow. Okay, you touched on a lot of points that I agree with, but then you went and touched on a lot of points that I disagree with. Um, I agree. Meme, as a character, love it. The way they animated her, it, it felt less like an actual, it felt less like a Pixar movie and more like, like a 3D animated anime film. Yes. And I, and I love that fact. I love that part of it because like, if you're, Pixar's not one to do that. They're one to be like, okay, we're going to make it look as real as possible and feel as real as possible. Yeah. With this film, they went completely opposite. So that's what I loved about this film. Um, characters are great. The story was all right. Um, I, I I kind of predicted it at like as soon as it started, like with the whole ritual, like she's gonna like deny it. I I didn't expect to have that whole thing about them like chasing her down with a giant monster or anything, but <clears throat> I kind of expected that um, she would like deny um, wanting to give up her panda because like she started growing, falling in love with it yeah she went off the rails a little bit but like she was able to control it mostly so um yeah like what zach said though uh, is it being best like top tier pixar over the past few years i'm gonna have to disagree <laughs> there's just there's just so many greater like i know a lot of people hate incredibles too i loved incredibles too i, I liked toy story 4 mm-hmm. toy story 4 was one of those films that like it was good but it wasn't needed right you know what i mean it's like it felt like a dlc to a video game like yeah. if you want to continue the story you can go and do it but it's not needed so yeah yeah that's just my some of my 
top um just off the top of my head spoiler thoughts uh yeah so i love that point that you brought up brandon about the uh the blending of the the animation styles like yeah pixar usually goes for very sort of realistic especially when they're doing humans uh very realistic graphics and stuff like that and this blend of like going sort of anime style i mean i dig it like one of my favorite scenes in this movie is when may may ling is under her bed and she's drawing the the guy and then she just goes ham like you know what i'm saying and like the animation turns up and her eyes get big and she starts sweating there. and i'm like it's okay. the funniest thing i've seen I, so I have a funny good. point about that i actually have a funny point about that i guess i could see like my fiance is over there uh, over there just doing her own thing but i could see her just literally dropping on the floor and just quickly rolling under her bed to do something i could just yeah. I, like, I i immediately thought of her while watching it was funny like, but, um that was the that was the most hilarious thing i've ever seen like, yeah. it's, like they, they just animated it so well and yeah the animation on it was was incredible the eyes getting big and all of that and then even worse was the scene where her mom embarrasses her in front of that guy and <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Just like, like Pixar is really good at making you feel what their characters are feeling. And even in that moment, I was like, ooh-wee. <laughs> like, I was like, like, mm-hmm. like, I know, like, there are some times where I have moments where I remember what I did in middle school and I'm like, oh God, oh, what was I thinking? And like, <laughs> Uh, like and i'm like that's what that moment reminded me of. i was like it's just like oh that's gonna stick with you forever <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like oh that's terrible but like as far as the humor in this movie goes i thought it was great like i yes. thought it was really well executed like there were some super funny moments like you guys mentioned with abby oh my god like, like when they find out that she got the date wrong and like it, just, it was like Toledo instead of Toronto. She was like, what the hell is a Toledo? <laughs> like, that, I lost it. I'm like, it's the funniest stuff ever. Mm-hmm. Um, like, yeah, so like, I thought the humor was really, really solid. Really solid. Yeah. All of the, yeah. the uh, 2000 era stuff, like I grew up in that stuff. So I'm like, yeah, like the Tamaguchi stuff. I was like, oh my God, this is like my life. <laughs> like, like this is my life right here so mm-hmm. humor wise man i thought it i thought they executed it very well and the animation style is just really incredible yeah i really liked uh when she first turned into a panda and she's thinking <laughs> her period yeah uh, See? that was <laughs> that was so funny i'm a big red brown monster <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I love how they actually went with that because, like, before before this movie came out, there were a bunch of like Karens on the internet. They're like, "Oh my god, you put a period joke in this movie?" No, they, they put they plenty did. of period. <laughs> yeah, but like, it's it's like for me, it was less of a period joke and more of the parents thinking immediately, know immediately thinking what the what the problem is and trying to uh, solve that problem right, like right then and there. Right. Even though we know we as a viewer know what's going on like the parent it's it's more of like oh yeah no p- parents are supposed to know what, exactly what's going on but some most times they don't mm-hmm. and i like that aspect of it but i just love how much she embarrassed her she tried to sneak it up in school you forgot your lighter oh god <laughs> like, oh i was like no <laughs> like, like, I was like, wait 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 phoenix wait phoenix my my fiance just corrected me it's pads i yes, we need yes. we should we should probably edit that a little bit hold on 
Did you? Yeah. It yeah. was pads the whole time. Yeah. I, I, I don't know why I said lighter. I don't know why I said lighter. Okay. Uh, like, so, like, that's what I mean. Like, the humor in this movie was excellent. Like, it was really strong. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it kind of, the only thing that, that I, I feel like, well, a couple of things where it kind of fell apart for me is like we're talking like the whole the whole concept of her turning into a red panda and and the parents dealing with uh what they believe is is you know a period and all of that what is interesting to me is like this is this is what they're talking about like yeah this is magical puberty this is what they refer to it as which is her turning into a giant red panda but really what it is is you know, coming into her age, coming into womanhood, essentially. Um, And like, I thought that was a great, great metaphor. I thought that was really good. You know, just a great uh, way of coming into this story and exactly, you know, what it meant and all of that. But in terms of execution, I feel like it went off the rails, especially towards the end you know what I'm saying, where it became sort of like a monster movie, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, and I was like, so, okay, I'm like, like, yeah, it was just a little bit weird, and, you know, like, I feel like they had an idea, and it was a good idea, and, and they had good ideas to go with it, and, but ultimately, where it ended up was sort of this in between kind of place where it didn't really you know what i'm saying stick the landing that that I, that's where i'm at it didn't really I, stick the landing i agree it's it, it's just <laughs> it's just like if, if what they had set up and just like her leaving and like going to the concert i feel like disney trying to put their hand and like put their hand in the jar like hey you didn't make a villain for this film you need to make a villain battle right now yeah and then it yeah. just felt like that it just felt forced like just felt out of nowhere so like listen like it could have worked where like the mom didn't turn to the panda and she just chased her down as a, as a regular human and just like ran up and just be like hey what what are you sure you want to do this like that would have been a more of a heartwarming ending than oh my god a giant monster a bunch of different pandas attacking like, the like i would have i would have been okay with her turning into the panda if it wasn't like you know, a 30 foot tall panda, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, you know what I'm saying? Attacking the sky dome. Like that just, to me, it was like, okay, you know, we, we've morphed out of the, this metaphor that we were working with into Mm -hmm. something a bit more, I don't know, abstract, a bit more loose, but I do love that, that moment when, um, they're, when they're performing the ceremony, the ritual or whatever, and she meets her mother as as a child, like that whole like that whole sequence. Yeah, loved it. Really, really loved it. So I was just like, yeah, if we could have we could have not done the whole like monster attacks the city thing. Mm-hmm. Like I'd have been like, okay, but like, yeah, I was just a bit extreme. Zach, I know you disagree, so go ahead. Hundred <laughs> percent disagree. I mean, come on, not. I saw that, and you know, uh, my thought was, I want to be a big red panda, just like <laughs> so I, when I saw that part. I loved it. I don't care what you guys say; it was great. I loved it. I mean, the mother, yeah, they overdid, it, but come on, they put her in the circle. There was a boy band singing from their hearts. 
<laughs> that was hysterical. I died laughing so much. I loved it. I loved every bit of that. That was great. The fact <laughs> that the boy band brought her back to being a human was one of my favorite parts of this movie. I thought that was, oh, it was so good. Hey, I, and I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. Bruh, I dug for town. Like, like, like I'm like, you especially. You know what song we, they used, right? Yeah. They used Weekend Hymns by Coldplay and redid it. Oh, that's I, that's what I, okay. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I knew it sounded familiar. No, that's funny. Yeah. And like, especially because like, like we talked about that early 2000s era when boy bands dominated, you know what I'm saying? Like the music scene. And I was, I was that, like the, the, the guy, Tyler, that they, you know what I'm saying, was bullying him. That was me, man. I'm like a secret, like Backstreet Boys fan, NSYNC fan and all of that, you know what I'm saying? Just not trying to let anybody know, but yeah, man, like, like, I'm like, you'd have caught me at the concert, been like, really? Be like, yeah, dog, I'm sorry. Like, this me. <laughs> like, I'm like, so I loved it. I loved everything with Fort Town. That was just, that was just my favorite stuff right there. And yeah. like, the her, aunties cracks me up, man. Oh, man. Her, like, I was just about to mention, like, the aunties and her group of friends, the, like, again, the humor, just incredibly well executed, man. Like, like, I loved I loved all of her friends. <laughs> I loved all of her friends. Um, I loved the little one who who like who like never like raised her voice. She was just like, <laughs> yeah, she was, uh, <laughs> she was just super like chill. She was like, wow, I've always wanted a tail. <laughs> like like I'm like I love you. Yeah, yeah. I like uh, her. Oh, what was the name of the main friend? It was um, I got it right here. Hold up, it's uh, Miriam. Miriam, yes. Yeah, so I liked the part when um, she's in class and um, they are, what was what was it they were doing? She, oh yeah, when she's first turning into a panda mm-hmm. and she goes, someone goes, what's wrong with her? And she <laughs> she goes, goes, what's, what's wrong, wrong with, with your face? face? <laughs> <laughs> I remember. I oh just, my I, gosh, I, I died <laughs> laughing no, because like, uh, I remember that insult, bro. Like that, even that insult is early 2000s. Like, like where it's yeah. like brilliant. <laughs> like, and that's that's your friend, man. Like she'll she'll stick up for you no matter what. I was like, what's wrong with it? What's wrong mm-hmm. with your face? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh man, yeah, I loved it. That was hilarious. <laughs> now, I'm glad they set this in early 2000s, especially because like of how prevalent social media is nowadays. Like. Mm. like you because you had the panda just running throughout the city you would have had so many people with just smartphones like posted on their social media sites and all that yeah i'm glad they went with an earlier on date for it because like they're they're like they quickly mentioned it oh look you were in the news right and that was I it even, i didn't even think about it like there's a moment where someone like pops open a flip phone and i was like Oh mm-hmm. my God! Look, like it totally didn't dawn on me. Like, oh man, we're in a different era. <laughs> like, <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. The flip phones are great. I saw that. I was like, yeah, I remember. I remember that time. <laughs> so, they, I mean, they could have had MySpace. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like, MySpace wasn't like no, you couldn't go viral on MySpace. No. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 So the other thing that I that I would say that I kind of had an issue with is like, and this this isn't really a knock on it, but it is kind of um, 
I felt the film as as compared to other Pixar films was a bit limited in terms of its scope, in terms of like, you know what I'm saying? Like me personally, I'm not a Chinese American immigrant teenage girl <laughs> living in Toronto. You know what I'm saying? Like those things don't apply to me, but obviously like I am, you know, a, a boy band fan, uh, you know what I'm saying? I, I understand what being a middle schooler, teenager, I remember those days. So like it has things that relate to me, but I think the whole Chinese American immigrant girl um, from Canada, I think is a little bit limited in scope of, uh, in terms of just like how many people it could reach. Um, and, I, and I could be wrong, you know, what I'm saying? <laughs> I could be wrong, but I was like, it just felt like a very niche kind of a targeted audience. Now, like, obviously, like, young girls, I think, will relate to it, obviously. Um, but, you know what I'm saying? In terms of, like, when I think of, like, other Pixar films, like WALL-E and Up and, you know what I'm saying, and even in Incredibles, like, there, there are aspects of those characters that I am not, but I feel like it spoke to something universal um, in each film that you could relate to no matter who you are, where you come mm -hmm. from. Whereas I feel like this one feels very much like you got to have some sort of semblance to, to really appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense, Zach? I see you. <laughs> no, no. Does that make sense? No, 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 no. I mean, it makes sense. Yes. Um, but at the same time, I would say this at the same breath though, like you could look at any movie that they've done and say that, I mean, you could look at Luke and go, well, I'm not a young Italian boy right, right. growing up in Italy. I mean, you could, or you go to Seoul and say, well, I'm not, I'm not a black man who appreciates jazz music. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, there's, I mean, there, but, you know but in I'm each saying? of those, and in each of those, like there's an example of a, of a universal scope, whereas like, there's always a character to relate to. Yeah. Where, or, you know what I'm saying? Just the theme itself, where it's like, I mean, but yeah. who, how many of us, I know it's a, it's, it's a girl, but how many of us haven't gone through a weird stage of our life and have rebelled against our parents? Every, I yeah. mean, that, that, yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So they, like in that, some aspects there that are being missed that I feel like, yeah, a lot of people could relate to it. No, not everyone grew up in that era, but a lot of people can relate to growing up and what it feels like and the awkwardness and the part about pleasing your parents and trying to be perfect for them. And, yeah. And you, see, you know like, I mean? like that, that I feel like is a very cultural uh, uh, thing. The whole right. like that, honor yeah. thy parents uh, type of thing. And, and like, um, like there are, there are other people, you know what I'm saying? I, me personally, you know, I didn't grow up with both parents. So there's, <clears throat> there's a little bit of like disconnect there. Um, mm. So like, that's what I mean, where it's like, yeah, some of these themes are universal, but I feel like the, the the characters themselves are sort of limited in terms of just where, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm messing up my words, but you know what I'm saying? Like, in terms of like, where I feel this story in comparison to other Pixar films, I feel falls short just because of the limits that we put on, on the characters themselves. I think that that's what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Again, not a knock, not a knock, uh, like necessarily, like it doesn't hurt the film overall. I just think like, you know, in terms of where I would put it in my 
appreciation of Pixar. It's one of those things that I think brings it a little bit, little bit down from the rest. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, still though, I uh, like I'd have to say this. Like, yes, not every country is about like honoring your like as far as like an Asian culture goes, mm-hmm. honoring your parents in that regard. Um, I would I would challenge to say this. So like, just because we're in America, we have to remember that there is a larger, a much larger population of asian people they're gonna watch this and relate a lot so although maybe it didn't personally relate to us as far as the honor respect goes for parents there are a ton of asian culture yeah people from from that culture like they're all over the globe you know what i mean no i get that huge population no i get that and that's what i'm that's what i'm saying is like yeah it's it's very tailored to that culture as opposed to like having a film that you could pretty much throw to any culture and i'm not saying you can't with this film i definitely think you can i'm just saying like it may not hit each culture as strong as as it would that particular culture right but once again the coming of age thing i think is anything anyone can relate to rebelling against your parents is something anyone can relate to i mean you know what i mean yeah like there's so aspects in that that people can relate to but i'm saying if you're going as far as say like I mean, but still, I mean, there are people who maybe are not Asian um, who would say that honoring their parents. I know that personally, I didn't grow up with a father figure in my house until my stepdad came in. Um, So, like, I totally get where you're coming from with that. Um, But once again, like, there is still, like, parts of this where I can relate to. So even though it's about honoring your parents and stuff, I would still say, like, there's some aspects to that about pleasing them maybe that you could go with like pleasing even if it's a single parent like there's an aspect to it you know what i mean uh-huh. um so yeah gotcha all right any other thoughts on turning red brandon i've got nothing i feel like we covered every everything we want to talk <laughs> about uh, at least i wanted to talk about um i do want to bring this up um and again this isn't a negative uh uh on because it released on disney plus they also released a a sort of making of documentary about it about turning red which of course i watched because like i told you i've been obsessed with animation documentaries (laughs) um um but one thing i didn't know is that the entire crew of this film was female the entire production crew um at least the leadership, I believe, was all female. So the producers, your director, your your visual effects supervisor, everyone was was all female. Um, wow, love that. <laughs> like really love that. Uh, incredible uh, feat. Kind of wish this had released on a uh, on a uh, International Women's Day. That would have been great. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I really enjoyed that aspect. Also, predominantly Asian cast. Uh, which I got to say is one of the first times I've seen that uh, in a movie. So uh, shout out to Rosalie Chang, who played Mei Lee. She was amazing. Sandra Oh, who did the voice of her mom. Uh, great cast. Orion oh, Lee, uh, who played her dad. Um, you know what I'm saying? So there was, there was a lot of that. But in saying that, and this is where my point to the 
limited uh, aspect comes in. I feel like there was some notion because it was an all-female, mostly Asian cast to really ground itself in those two identities. And that's why I felt like it was a little bit limited in scope. Like, great, like both things are great. Like not knocking it, like both things are great. All-female leadership, 90% Asian cast, 100% love it. Just like, I, I feel like there was, because of that, that's why I feel like it was limited. Um, but both things are fantastic. So that's all I wanted to say. Uh, Zach, final score for Turning Red. Uh, yeah, so I, you guys are <laughs> really disagree with me here. Um, I gave this a 4.5 stars. That's how much I love this movie. Um, I really thought, it was, I honestly thought it was really great, so. I'm not mad at it. All right. Yeah. Brandon, what'd you get? So I, I watched this movie with my fiance last night and um, I told her my, what my score was immediately and she gave me crap about it. She's going to keep giving me crap about it. I went with three stars. Um, I feel like it's a solid three-star movie. Like it was good. It was nothing special. So yeah, for Definitely me, it's just three stars. Keep giving him crap about it. Oh man. Uh I was right there with Brandon uh, after watching this with three stars. But after discussing it, um, I think I'm going to drop to like a one and a half. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, after discussing it with you guys, I'm going up to a three and a half. I think, uh, I think like, again, the humor was incredible. I love the blend of animation. Love how they captured the early 2000s era. Uh, just really, really good stuff. Again, the metaphor, I think, worked. The execution, not as well. Did think it was a little bit limited in scope. So in comparison to other Pixar films, it's not as high as I would like it to be. But otherwise, I really enjoyed it. Would watch it again. Think it's, think, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's nothing wrong with this film to where I wouldn't watch it again. Um, I do want to know, since, since Zach brought it up, where this film lands in your, your Pixar ranking. Um, so I don't, I don't have an overall, I haven't done it. I, dude, I don't even have like a full ranking of that. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna really get into that. Um, but as far as for me over the years, of course, I, I, I mean, you can't really beat classics in my opinion. Mm. It's very hard to do. Although I would, I would go to say that I could see for some people that this being one of those classics personally that talks to them, not to me, but for some people. Um, it was really great. It was original. I loved it. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I would just say that as of recent, this is one of my favorite Pixar movies. So talking Ryan, the last dragon, we're talking Luca, we're talking, um, Encanto, we're talking, um, even soul. I didn't personally, I, I've told you guys this before. I hated the movie soul. Um, personally, I know that's not a popular opinion. I know how many people love that movie. There's a lot of things for that movie for me. Here's why I didn't like that movie. And here, this goes back to being relatable in a movie. Um, personally, for me, I go to church every week. This, as far as soul goes to me, it is not relatable to me. And my own personal beliefs, that's a very... You're, oh, getting, yeah. into, you're getting into spirituality. You're getting right, into right. a lot of things. This is going to contradict a lot of people. So that's 
for me, why I hated soul, because I couldn't relate to it. I didn't personally agree with some of the things that they're trying to portray into that. I know a lot of people loved it. A lot of people think it's the best movie ever. That's why I didn't like soul. Um, so, and you know, if you like soul, that's fine. I don't care. You have the right to like soul. Everyone has different beliefs, but I'm, for me personally, that was very hard for me to relate to. So Turning Red, yeah, is as of recent, one of my favorite Pixar movies that has been released. Um, only because not necessarily even The Honor of Your Parents. Once again, I didn't really grow up with that, like in that environment. So I was a very rebellious teenager and that I relate to and growing up, I relate to. And yeah, great movie. So mm -hmm. Nice. So um, shout out to the cinema chat really quickly. Would you guys like to know what Tyler gave oh, no. his movie? I saw it. I saw it. <laughs> uh, we're not gonna. We're not. We, we don't talk about Tyler. <laughs> right. Literally, this movie says no Tyler's. <laughs> it's literally in the movie. No Tyler's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no Tyler's allowed. That's you know that's probably why he gave the rating. He, he did. The red so, panda would not let him into the club. So Zach, you saw it. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I unfortunately saw that. <laughs> I'm not, we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. So, like, but, for me, like, this is just outside of, I would say, the top 15 of Pixar for me. Um, yeah. I mean, like I said, this is a studio that, that just, you know what I'm saying, they're they full of hits. Like, like they just full of hits. And I, I do appreciate the work that went into this film. Like, I can't, I can't praise that enough. The work that went into this film is amazing. I think they did an incredible job with it. It's just that, man, they, they do too much good stuff. So, like, it's sort of like the MCU. It's like, yeah, I really love that movie, but it's 25th because, like, you got too much great stuff. So, like, that's where I'm at with it. Uh, I want to share <laughs> my favorite uh, letterbox review of this movie uh, that someone wrote. Uh, shout out to uh, DTE on Letterbox. Uh, this was their review. They said, uh, "Hey, that Pixar movie, that Pixar coming of age film about taking control of your emotions. Brave? No, the one with the red haired teenage girl. Brave, with the mom who embarrasses her. Brave. Brave. <laughs> no, the one where the person turns into a big furry mammal." brave <laughs> like no it's releasing next march oh turning red <laughs> like so that was that was my favorite review that's uh, funny love it but i really enjoyed this movie so like congrats to everybody on it thought it was solid all right so let's move on to what's good what's good what's good what's good Gentlemen, what has been good for you all this week? What have you seen? What would you recommend? Brandon, kick us off. So uh, my brother went ahead and find, um, watched all of Breaking Bad, and I, I watched the final season with him. I've watched a few episodes here and there with him, too. Um, and so he decided to watch El Camino Breaking Bad movie, so I decided to watch that with him. And I don't want to dive into spoilers because I really want Zach to watch all of Breaking Bad. It is a it, Breaking Bad is my favorite show of all time. So um, as far as the movie goes, it's good. It's great. And it gives perfect closure to a certain character that needs closure after how the show ended. Like, 
even though the show ended perfectly, this is one of those other, this is one of those DLC films that it's not needed, but if you wanted to watch it, you could. I, I loved it. So I gave it a four, I rewatched it and I gave it a four and a half star. Um, it, it's, it's a great film. So yeah, me for it's El Camino, a Breaking Bad movie. All right, Zach, what do you got? What's good? Okay, so recently it's going to be hard for me to, to say because all of my recent movies are literally all Oscar movies. <laughs> so, like, there's not going to be anything that's like, oh, maybe it's good. No, like, these are great movies. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so uh, as far as this week, um, one movie that, that I will say really surprised me, if you guys haven't seen and should check out, is the movie Flea um flea was oh my gosh it was a great movie the animation was good the story oh my gosh it was so so cool to, to kind of step in that guy's shoes and and see what happened and I'm, I'm not gonna say too much basically he's a refugee from afghanistan um he talks a lot about his sexuality um how he um is gay and he talks about what it's like um essentially movies about fleeing from his country under persecution and how that's affected him for his whole life. Um, it's a, it, my goodness, it's a, it's a great story. It's very, very heartfelt story. You really feel the pain this character is going through throughout the movie. You feel his emotions. I I love this movie. Um, it was it was a great movie. Yeah. So check out Flea if you have not checked it out yet. Um, I believe it is. Well, it's kind of a, it, it's a. Would you go to say, as far as to say that it is um, a Swedish film? I mean, I don't. It's a, it's, a, it's from yeah. Denmark. So Denmark. Okay. Yeah. So okay. So it's a mix, but it's a mix though because they use different. There's so many languages throughout. There's you have um, the Afghanistan language, uh, Arabic. You have um, you have there's uh, Russian. There's Russian. Swedish. Dutch. I mean, yeah. I mean, there, there's a whole bunch of like it's, it's just a, it's a really great movie. So if you haven't seen, that, I would recommend go checking it out. Yeah, I really liked Flea. Um, it's a great film. Great film. Animated documentary. Uh, probably stands a chance of winning both of those at the Oscars, no doubt. Um, so yeah, uh, yeah, 100% agree. Uh, I got around to watching. A movie that has been on my watch list probably since I was born. <laughs> and I'm so, so happy to say nothing thrills me more when I watch a film from, from decades ago that lives up to its earned hype. And so I finally got to see Casablanca. Finally, 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 finally. Oh my God, it's amazing. <laughs> like, it's so freaking good. I'm so happy. I mean, again, I, like I'm late. So maybe if you're late like me and you haven't come around to seeing Casablanca, I cannot recommend this movie highly enough. Like it's 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 everything that you've heard, like everything that you've heard about it. It is 1942, Humphrey Bogart, Ingrid Bergman. I mean, come on, it's everything you've heard about it. It, it is true. <laughs> like Casablanca is mm-hmm. fantastic. It is a fantastic movie. Humphrey Easy. Bogart and Ingrid Bergman are just so good I mean, together come on, on screen. Come on. Like, outrageous. And I just loved it. I loved it two pieces. Uh, so yeah, I can't recommend it highly enough. If you mm-hmm. haven't had the chance, 
find it wherever you can find it check out casablanca it's amazing so it's great uh one one thing i do want to say um before we move on to the code word um you know guys i keep going back i i, I keep going back to worst person in the world <laughs> I, my goodness that uh, like the more i think about it, the more i just love that movie so <laughs> I may have to change my rating on that. Um, I there, it's such a good movie. <laughs> it, it just, it is so great. I love that movie. So, if once again, shout out to worst person in the world. Once again, um, great movie. If you haven't seen it, I recommend go watching it. And if you don't understand the story, I'm sorry. It's, it's <laughs> a story though. I love it. So uh, I am a part of uh, international uh, critics group. Worst person in the world won our best picture award. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> won best picture, best actress and best original screenplay. Like, yeah, <laughs> I'm with I'm with Zach, man. Worst person in the world is is fantastic. If you have not I, seen I it, I would I would say I would have rather seen that get nominated over drive my car. hey <laughs> listen drive my car was great it was exceptional it's not worst person in the world though i <laughs> love that movie it is so good all yeah. right i I'm, i might be in agreement once i see drive my car i don't know why i keep stalling on that movie <laughs> but let's go ahead and move on to film code It is that time for Brandon. It has been your co-word for two weeks. <laughs> yeah. Remind yeah, we were gonna do it last week, but Zach Sorry, couldn't make that. the Batman episode, which is yeah. fine. But this is cool. Um it's it's funny because I've already talked to you guys both about what you guys think it is. Um <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm gonna be the one to tell you you're wrong. <laughs> All right, so my code word this week was Chardonnay, like uh, like the wine. It came out between 2010 and 2020. Stars a popular actor from the 80s and 90s. And then also another actor who was a former Oscar-nominated actor, uh, Oscar-nominated actor. A meme was born from this film. And then they break the fourth wall in this movie. Zach, you are up, sir. What do you have? Well, I mean, it's kind of obvious. So I'm just <laughs> going to pronounce it. That- yeah, and Phoenix, I think we're on the same page here. So for those of you who don't know Brandon that well, Brandon has this thing where he tries to get you to say something else by saying you're wrong, but you're actually going to be right. <laughs> so for that reason, I'm going to stick with what I said. My answer is The Wolf of Wall Street uh, with Leonardo DiCaprio. It came out in 2013, checks all the boxes for, for the, the clues. He breaks the fourth wall uh he's he drinks i i, I do i don't what's i think it's chardonnay he, i mean he drinks so much in that movie so <laughs> i'm just gonna go with you know whatever man that's probably i i don't know i don't know what he was drinking to be honest i don't remember the details but i know chardonnay's code word um it, it lines up with everything uh that brandon has said about this movie so I, i'm gonna go with the wolf of wall street all right <laughs> well uh i i was searching and i couldn't find anything 
that's lies. I, I found a couple of things. Um, and I settled on this movie. It's, uh, it's a movie, you said 2010 to 2020. Uh, this movie, I believe, is in 2013. Um, your popular actor from the 80s and 90s, I went with Rob Reiner, uh, oh. who I believe, you know, he's definitely in some of my favorite movies of the 90s. Uh, your former Oscar nominated actor, I went with Jonah Hill. And uh, again, I'm like, I'm like, Zach, I don't know if he drank Chardonnay in this movie because I didn't get around to seeing it. But I am also going with The Wolf of Wall Street because I know he breaks the fourth wall in that movie as well. So that is my pick for the code word. I, I will eventually see this movie. It, it is in my watch list. So, Oh, you haven't seen this movie? No, I haven't, but I'm looking forward to it. So, Brandon... It's like one of my favorites of all time. I love this movie. You guys are both wrong. <laughs> and I'm not lying either. Oh, whatever. <laughs> it's, 20, it's 2019's The Dead Don't Die. Oh, what? <laughs> There's a part where I forget the actress's name, but she's a zombie. She's walking out of the cell. She's like, Chardonnay! Oh and my I, god. <laughs> so <clears throat> popular 80s actor, Bill Murray. Bill Murray. <laughs> Former Oscar named an actor. Adam Driver. Adam Driver. <laughs> they break the fourth wall because they talk about, oh, uh, I know how this movie ends because I read the script. You read the script? I didn't get the script. <laughs> I haven't well, seen that movie actually. It's 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 a movie that has a 2.7 on Letterboxd, but <laughs> I absolutely loved it. It's so funny. I remember seeing the trailers for this movie too. And uh, yeah, I wanted to see it, but then when it got such bad reviews, I was like, oh, maybe it's not that great. Listen, listen, the movie makes no sense, but it is hilarious. <laughs> well, why him also got bad reviews and it's a great movie. If, right. Uh, I, I love that movie. Uh, that sucks. I was really looking forward to it being Zach, Wolf of Wall Street. Zach, don't <laughs> say I didn't warn you. We, we're... We, I, I was talking to you yesterday yesterday about it. You were like, no, nah, I know, I know you. It's gonna be Guys, for, the, for the record, most of the time when Brandon says, Oh, I, no, it's not that, I know for a fact it's gonna be that. <laughs> I tried Which, warning so you. So that's why this for me personally, I feel like this was this is a little bit of I don't know. It's kind of set up a little bit here. <laughs> you know what I mean? You set like, yourself up. He, like he Phoenix, Phoenix he even cheated and put the code word out early. Because I know Brandon. He was like, Zach's going to think it is even more when I say it's not. Uh, I was I'm, really. I'm, 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 I just tried being truthful with you. But, <laughs> but hey, but hey, Phoenix cheated a little bit, put the code word out early. And even people online were like, Wolf of Wall, Wolf Street. Wall Street. Yeah. I'm like, they're like, funny is like, I had that picked out before I posted it. And I was like, when so many people was like, Wolf of Wash, I was like, well, shoot, maybe I'm, maybe I'm right. So nice swerve on us, Brandon. <laughs> it wasn't a swerve. It was just straight out what it was. And you guys. Sure. Sure, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to get on the out of here, guys. Zach, let everybody know where they can find you, sir. You can find me on Twitter at Zach Sneath. That is Z-A-C-H-S-N as a Nancy E-A-T-H. Um, or you can find me on Letterboxd at Z Sneaks. All right. And Brandon, where can everybody find you, sir? 
you guys can find me at f-a-n-t-a-s-m-i-c ears over on letterboxd that's fantastic ears go check out what i'm watching and thank you guys again for listening all right and you guys can find me on twitter at imho reviews one that's the number one and on letterboxd under pa clouden and as always please follow the show on instagram and twitter at film code pod we will see you guys next week we are out of here peace